welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest with us. My sister Allegra is returning. Hi, everybody. And today we're talking about season five, episodes 11 and 12, The Lexicon of Love. And Kelsey, will you please read us both of the YouTube summaries? Sure. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes return to Degrassi and Toronto for the premiere of their Degrassi-filmed movie, Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian, eh? The premiere gets everyone at Degrassi into a frenzy and vying for the hard-to-come-by premiere tickets. Upstaging the spectacle of the premiere are Alex and Paige, who are each other's dates for the evening. From the heat they create at the <laughs> premiere and the after-premiere party, which they manage to crash, they move their evening to more serious matters as Paige witnesses the turbulence of Alex's home life firsthand to a quieter and more... And, and just it cuts stops. off. Okay. To a quieter and more... What do you guys think the rest of that <laughs> sentence is meant to be? Degrassi. Uh, like, that's all that is in the YouTube. No, I know. But yeah. to a quieter and more... Dot, intimate dot, dot. moment <laughs> quieter and more and now kiss um part two Paige and alex are confused and uneasy after their encounter Paige turns to an unlikely source for help with her sexuality emma tries but she can't keep the secret about what she saw snake doing at the movie theater that was a little more cagey <laughs> and also not true emma does keep what she saw at the theater to herself well well for a little while yeah she well, she's, she never says it out loud except to Mr. Simpson. That is true. She's like, she wants him, she wants him to be the one to come clean about it. But like she does, is, she does freak out. She's like, ah, you're a liar, blah, blah, blah. Like she freaks mm-hmm. out when he buys them tickets to Mexico. Yeah. I mean, understandably. Yeah. But like, we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, those were fine. Except for the fact where the first one cut off unexpectedly. Um, but the episode title is The Lexicon of Love, which I believe is a the debut studio album of the English New Wave band ABC, originally released in 1982. Um, apparently... Another former Degrassi episode title song was featured on this, Tears Are Not Enough, which I think was like the Canadian version of We Are the World. Um, And that's about all I got for this. Um, I think it works for the title, though, especially because it's kind of a play on words like Lexi Alex, (laughs) as Allegra had pointed out to us earlier. And it's like... Just kind of exploring all forms of love and sexuality, I guess. And no other episode has Alex been called Lexi more and by more people That's than true. in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of Lexi talk, which I'm like, I just think of Grey's Anatomy, so I don't know. Like, I just think okay. it's funny. <laughs> I, I like her as Lexi. I like yeah. her better as Alex. It seems like she prefers like yeah. only people that she does not like call, call her, her Lexi. Lexi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she used to like Jay calling her Lexi, but, you know, that kind of got pushed out the window with the whole, you gave me gonorrhea. You gave me a social disease. And was that the the last time I was on the show? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, like, that's fitting. You're on all the Lexi eps. (laughs) Um, So the episode starts with a welcome back hosers. Yeah. (laughs) Hosers thing um and jay is wearing his backwards hat again yep 
That was my first note. I, yeah, I said, first off, hosers. And then Jay's hat is back and tiny sunglasses. They're hanging from his shirt. <laughs> They're hanging from his shirt. Yeah, I is wrote it? that same exact note down. Oh, my God. I guess I we're going like... into fashion police. <laughs> I guess so. I was like, really? First four minutes in fashion police? All right. Um, I mean, that's usually how it goes. Uh, so my first note is Jason Mises' hair looks good and not and like his usual straight blonde wig and kevin smith's hair is a <laughs> mullet when isn't it my kevin smith fashion notes are just mullet jorts <laughs> i mean that's all you need manny's hair looks is looking better it's every episode it gets a little better mm-hmm. Paige is wearing this like white power suit with the sparkle pink scarf that's oh, out of the control skinny sparkle scarf um, Hate it. let's be careful about white power suits oh <laughs> my god that was so not what i meant also she's wearing like a light pink skirt it's not the same pink as her scarf Oh, I didn't even notice that. I just saw the white blazer, and I was like, okay, we get it. Oh, also, later on, I think Jason Muse is wearing a Zoo York Totally Hood tank top. He is. And it's <laughs> that's something that's happening. That is a fact. Um, Peter's hair is so unbelievably gelled. It's, <laughs> it's, so, it's out like, of control. looks crunchy. So of the time. But Jay's hair, he has clearly gotten a haircut. He listened to us from the last episode. Thank God. It's looking better. Um, um, all right. I want to go step by step through all the, the, the outfits premiere? at the premiere. Yeah, I just arrived oh. to that part of my notes, too. So first before off. We, oh, before yeah. we move on, uh, we were all talking. Because, like, the first, the before the credit shot of everybody is, like, uh, Manny, hair looking slightly better. Craig, hair looking amazing. Always. <laughs> and then Hazel, hair, great. Paige, it's fine. You know, it's not the worst it's not her fake. It's like My standard, hair is terrible. Fine. Yeah. Okay. So the premiere. Right off the bat, Jason Muse, black camo pants. Why? Um, yeah. Okay. So he's wearing camo pants and a beanie to a movie premiere, which, like, of course you are. Um, and then Kevin Smith is wearing his trench coat. Also, like, what? Um, Hazel's outfit is super plain. And also, she and Manny are both wearing white pants. She's wearing white pants. Is Manny wearing pants or is she wearing a skirt? She's pants. Okay. But she's wearing, like, also, like, it's like a white crop top that is sparkly but also looks crocheted at the same time. It's also, like, bunchy at the bottom, so it doesn't look necessarily like a crop top. It looks kind of like a tank top that she just rolled up to show her stomach. Or it had, Even like, one I of those not what it is. ribbons that could, like, cinch it, and it just got weird and clumpy yeah. i don't know it was weird know. she a, still looked great though because well, she she's always Manny. looks great i like her ponytail her hair is finally growing out enough that she can wear a cute ponytail mm-hmm. and it's not like funny colors anymore um ellie is wearing actually a really nice dress with like a fishnet shawl because she has to stay on brand yeah and jimmy looks great he's jimmy just wearing looks like great. a button up in jeans and stuff and a blazer he looks yeah great. um alex's oh cowboy look is out of control oh my god like i love it but also what are you doing like she's wearing like a denim mini skirt cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and like a black and it's my favorite thing and fucking Paige is wearing she's wearing a black dress that's kind of tied up a little bit on the side over a pair of ripped jeans which i'm like why are you wearing jeans to a premiere just wear the dress Seriously. I, we haven't gotten to Alex yet, have we? we yes, we, we did. did. 
Uh, so we mentioned the floppy cowboy hat, oh, yeah. cowboy boots, jean skirt. None of these people, none of these children know how to dress for a movie premiere. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, Paige is wearing like the dress with jeans underneath look, which I'm like, the only person who's dressed kind of per- for a premiere are Jimmy and Ellie. Yeah. Everyone else looks crazy. Weird. Although, to be fair, oh, Manny and Marco is, def- is wearing like a suit with a really bad fedora. I was going to say, excuse you, did you see his hat? <laughs> it is a multicolored fedora. The only other person who's dressed kind of for a movie premiere is Manny, but only because it's a movie premiere in 2005 and her whole outfit is very like casual Hillary Duff at a movie premiere. Yeah, and Craig is wearing like He's wearing, t- like, various colors of tan, but it's at least, like, kind of a suit yeah, look. Yeah, he's wearing, a, like, a corduroy blazer that I'm kind of on board for. Yeah. Oh, and Emma looks good. She's dressed Oh, she's wearing, it. like, a flowy... Purple dress. Yeah, Emma and Peter are actually both dressed. Peter is wearing, like, a black and pink argyle sweater underneath a blazer, which yeah, I'm like, of course you are. Um, Very fallout boy. Super fallout boy, but his hair is not the right deal. Um... Liberty is really showing. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's super showing. Um, I'm looking for more fashion. Like Paige's lipstick looks great in the party. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex's hoop earrings have their own goddamn gravitational pull. Yeah. I mean, they always do, though. Oh, and... um, after the party or maybe at no at the at the club part. Jay is still wearing his little silver chain that he wears in the first scene. His paper clip paper necklace? necklace? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and his hair is like feathered and he's flopped. like He's pushing his hair back now, which is, it looks good because he's got it cut clearly. And he's mm. also kind of like pushing it off of his face, which looks, it's a good look for him. Um, Darcy at- is wearing an old Navy t-shirt. Yeah, cheer practice. For all of cheer practice. And, oh, uh, when Paige is, like, talking to Marco after, like, the premiere night, he's wearing, like, a cute little sporty jacket, which I like. But it's different than another sporty jacket he wore before. Um, I really like, so after uh, Alex stays over Paige's house the next day at school when they're, like, not really talking but kind of talking, she's wearing this white blazer that's kind of like Paige's white blazer, except it's like a denim material and it's all frayed and looks really cool. I would wear that. I liked it a lot. She also has her hair up, which we d- like don't really. She usually has it down. And I think it, she also looks great with her hair pulled up like it was. Yeah, I kind of stopped taking fashion notes at, <laughs> at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, episode two, I did not take as many fashion yeah, notes because I, I was kind of more concerned with the plot. There wasn't as much going on. Alex's earrings are so big, they could, like, take over the world. They're out of control. I just um, like how um, Alex's epi- uh, outfit in the beginning of episode two is very much like a night after, but trying not to make it look obvious. Like, she's wearing the shirt she wore last night, but with the jacket on top and then, like, Paige's jeans but rolled up and you see the cowboy boots she wore to the premiere I didn't even notice that it's very like properly done morning after kind of outfit yeah um Darcy's pigtails when they're doing the cheer are really cute I I don't have any other notes um let me check I'm just skimming kind of related to fashion but Later in the episode, Paige goes, I'm not supposed to like people like you, people who wear black and navy. And oh, I'm I like, wrote that down. Paige would not have liked high school Legra, apparently, <laughs> by this logic. 
Alright, I think that's all of my fashion notes. That's guys. all I got. Okay, so coaster. we're literally two seconds into the episode, and all we've talked about is that Jay and Silent Bob are back. Which is good enough for me. Um, And then, Alex runs into Jay, not Muse, but the other Jay. Jay Hogart. Um, and he's like, Lexi, go to the premiere with me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he be misses, my plus one. And yeah. she's like, too bad going with you is a minus 20. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I went, oh. And he's like, I miss you, Lexi. And she's like, sorry, I'm going with Paige. And oh, he's like, oh, you're going with that queen bee or I don't know what he says, but she's like, well, I'm the queen of don't need Jay anymore or something oh. like that. I don't remember he said, what happens. The queen of Degrassi is going to the movie premiere with the queen of trailer parks. Oh, yeah. And she's like, more like queen of don't need Jay. Bye. Which, Which is, is great. Yeah, Alex, you do you. Um, and then we see Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes um, giving an interview. To on the front steps On the front of steps of Degrassi. Um, Jason Mewes looks like he does not want to be here <laughs> at all. Um, and then he also, um, he calls Kevin Smith lunchbox, which I'm like, is that something they do in life? I thought that was just like a movie construct. I mean, they're probably still playing characters on Degrassi. Well, so yeah, maybe but it applies. Still, I mean, if they're playing themselves, you feel like their dialogue should try to be kind of. I have no idea. I don't really know that much about their dynamic on or off screen. So I, don't know. I thought it was weird. <laughs> um, um, but then we are with like Craig and Manny and Paige and Hazel and Marco and they're like and Craig's like, We're gonna go like first class. I'm getting a limo for the premiere. It's gonna be great. And then And Alex comes up and she breaks my heart. Alex comes up and she's like, Oh, cool, are we getting a limo? Like dips on sticking my head out the sunroof and Paige is like, Ooh, here's the thing. I got a plus one, but I promised Hazel and Alex is like, Cool, fuck you, bye and storms off and I get very upset and, and then, then hazel fucking hazel ugh. and then hazel ugh. acts like a real cunt hazel's like like we were gonna bring her right i'm like hazel get the fuck over and i think yourself. she calls her like a slut or a skank, skank. or something she calls her the a word skank. Skank. And then i just know and then Paige is like um did you just skankify my friend and at least and i'm like at least i'm happy that Paige is at least sticking up for alex when Paige or when hazel's being terrible to her and the, like we felt so bad for Hazel in the last episode, but now I'm just like, Hazel, fuck you, you're being awful. And I Hazel think when just, Hazel gets, sorry, I'm talking over you. I was just gonna say that uh, Hazel knows when her position of Paige's best friend is in jeopardy. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Paige is like, wow, Hazel, could you be more jealous? Yeah, and also I think in general when Hazel is threatened, she turns and she just gets really mean as a defense mechanism. Like when she was insecure about her like religion and where she was from, like way back in season one or two, she was awful to that girl because she was trying to like she was trying to take the attention off of her. And now like when she's threatened by Alex, she's just like mean because she's trying to like put the negative connotation onto somebody else and it ends up like blowing up in her face and, always. And she did the same thing when she was feeling threatened by Manny because of Paige's friendship with the Mr. O stuff. Cause she was like, Manny knows about this thing, but yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. like 
blew up Paige's spot with the Mr. O stuff. Hazel needs to, like, learn how to deal with her insecurities in, like, a less harmful way. Well, I mean, to be fair, she's, like, 16 or 17. That's true. But, yeah. It's not like we were great She's a hothead. That does not change the fact that she has no... She must talk about what she is feeling immediately, regardless of where she is or what people are doing, especially Paige. Yeah, totally. Um, And then Paige, like, chases Alex and... She's like, wait, I mean, Hazel's being a dick, blah, blah, blah. I, I wanted you to go with me, but, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And Alex is just like, so I wanted, and, like, and Alex is like, you asked me, so you go, you want to go to the premiere? That's an invitation. And Paige was like, well, I mean, I was more asking it like, oh, you want to go to the premiere? And Alex is like, so sue me. I wanted to go to a premiere. I wanted to go to a movie premiere. Like, what's so wrong about that and it's like it's so sad because alex so so wanted to go do this fun cool thing with her friend it's like something she never would have been able to do before when she was hanging out with like jay and amy and stuff to be fair jay did invite her to the same movie that's true but jay is toxic and i think she should have turned down his invitation anyway and then Paige is just like kind of left feeling really shitty about things because she should be feeling not so great Also, um, so this all start happened after the credits, and so it's been a while since uh, I've rewatched Degrassi, and I think the last time I watched it was a different intro. Um, maybe I don't know. I saw Spinner, and I was like, "Be the best!" <laughs> it's the really, best yeah. thing we, ever. It makes us so happy. Um, but then we are in the library, and Emma and Peter are there, and Peter's like, "Go meet me by the bookshelf," and they're like, clearly like full on sneaking around now. And Peter's like, "Are you going to the thing tonight?" And Emma's like, "He's like." please go with me. Like, don't let me down. She's like, how about if I let you down easy? I'm going with my stepdad. I'm going with snake. And he's like, well, we should like, we need to find a way to like see each other at the premiere. Like la la la. And then he says something along the lines of like, you know, it's fine. I'm just glad to be in the same room as you. And I get that we're supposed to be. Uh, okay. So at the beginning when Holland and I were drunk and <laughs> podcasting and we were like, I kind of like this. See, then it was like, ideal emma peter time it was like kind of like forbidden and weird and now it's like they're trying so hard to make it like romeo and juliet and i'm still like meh that i'm 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 like peter's still terrible he's still terrible and now i'm just bored by this like it's not i feel like it's not written well enough at this point for me to be invested he's not layered enough for me to like want to root for him in any way because now he's he's done he has done this horrible thing and he's also just kind of a dork and i'm like Eh. Emma can guys, do so much better. Guys, I literally wrote down with such terribly cheesy lines like Peter has. I feel like he reads YA. <laughs> he has no friends. He's left alone a lot. I think he just reads really shitty YA and he then tries, tries to, like- to emulate the cool guy in all of those books. Oh my this God. is my headcanon. I think that tracks. I mean, headcanon accepted. I'm on board. Um, but so then the next scene, uh, Jason Muse and Kevin Smith are like talking to press people again, I guess. And then Paige approaches Kevin Smith. Wait, I wrote OMGJ. What did he say something funny that I missed? No, he, he is was it the shirt he was subtly, wearing? No, 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 he was so not subtly checking out Mrs. H. Oh, right. Like, literally, was, he was like just staring at her. That's why I wrote I that. I just Thank wrote you. wearing a New York totally hood tank. <laughs> 
And then Paige comes up to Kevin Smith and she's like, hey, so nice to see you. Um, like, could you please get me an extra ticket to this premiere? I promised a friend and I need an extra ticket. And he's like, only if you say the word about for me or something. And she's like, a boot. And he's like, all right, great. Like, have a good time. Like, he says something about, like, maybe we won't get you out of the next one or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's oh, like, also, excuse me. Also, Paige says gams, which oh, I yeah, yeah, like, yeah. weirdly enjoyed. Because um, they're talking about, he's like, oh, you have legs again. Um, oh, yeah, because she was had a broken leg yeah during the movie because he was like Paige michelson and she's like michael chuck he's like sorry we just called you one leg girl and i'm like <laughs> cool <laughs> um and then she's like nope got both my gams now and i was like Paige. well he also loved the fact that she said gams and she's uh, like yep i'm gonna strut on my gams at the premiere and he's like all right well maybe you'll make enough of an impression so we won't have to cut you out of the next movie or like it's something like that and she's like wait the next one wait what do you mean He's like, yeah, sorry, we had to cut you out of the movie. Um, don't uh, don't take it personally. He's I like, think he also called her hun. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's not about you. He's like, sometimes that just happens when we have too much stuff and things get left on the cutting room floor. Which like she was terrible. Yeah, she but was also terrible. like that's valid. And he also and then he goes on to talk about how he cut Jennifer Lopez out of like most of Jersey Girl and how he wanted to cut out like Ben Affleck too, but then it would have just been that little kid completely forgetting about Liv Tyler <laughs> uh, and she's like I didn't see Jersey Girl and he's like well then I don't feel so bad <laughs> I uh I put so earlier when she was like okay I need an extra ticket and he was like you're working me hard just like a woman and I was like ew child <laughs> this is a child you're speaking to okay I don't think he and meant it that way I don't know man I'm it's I'm, it's it's also just an expression like you're working me over like you're Yes, but I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's Kevin Smith. I have to immediately assume that everything he does has like a gross, skeezy sexual undertone. He's not even but... the dirty one, though. <laughs> like Jason Mewes, that would track. Like, True facts. True facts. He, like Kevin Smith is just like weird uncle. <laughs> like he's not really dirty. I know you guys have very differing. Oh, I guess his comic books are not. I don't know. I don't read. Very respectful to women. Is that how it is? I honestly have no idea. Um, There's like a 45 minute rant that you'd not want to hear. All right, whatever. We don't Um, have time for that. Moving on. So then we're we're in media immersion, and Paige is like, "Um, I got an extra ticket, but here you can just take both of these because I'm not going anymore because I got cut out of the movie and Alex is like fuck that we're going to go to the premiere and we're gonna look hot not just cute but we're gonna look hot we're like gonna get back at them we're gonna like make them wish you were never cut out of the movie she's like she's like I'm not talking pink prom dress pearls up do hot I'm talking hot hot and I'm like oh man you're and the then best. when we see what that and- is <laughs> <laughs> what Alex thinks is like hot is like cowboy boots and a jean skirt. <laughs> oh, Alex! And like Paige, Paige looks almost Puritan. <laughs> she She's looks like the same. completely covered up and wearing a dress over jeans to a movie premiere. <laughs> okay, the main difference in Paige's look is well, her hair actually looks out of control. Good, like it is flowing. It is beautiful. But, like, other than that, like, her only change is she's wearing black. Yeah. And she never wears black. End of list. 
And so then we're at the movie premiere, and this is where we see, like, everybody is arriving Wait. at the movie premiere. Wait, Allegra, did you want to? I had a question for the writers in the room. Okay. Especially the editors. Paige says, what do you plan on? So Alex is like, what do you plan on doing? And Paige goes, lying in bed. And I'm like, laying in bed? <laughs> no, it's lying. Okay. Because at first she was just like lying, long pause. <laughs> so it sounded weird to me. Lying. Lying is my a state whereabouts. of reclining. Laying is like to physically like lay something down. Gotcha. Trust me. I'm a copy I editor. I know I all the verb well. tenses of lay versus lie. <laughs> anyway, nobody wants to hear about that. We're at the movie premiere. We're see- we've talked about what everybody is They also wearing. all arrive in taxis. Yeah, and I'm reason. like, I thought we were getting a limo. What's happening? <laughs> so I'm like, I guess that plan didn't, like, they didn't follow through with that plan. Also, when Paige and Alex are, like, strutting up the, so they strut up the, red carpet and everyone's like oh my god and even kevin smith and jay are like oh my god like and we cut her out of the movie i'm like this would never work or make any kind of impression on the people who made this movie they would not give a shit about this no they would not give a shit about 16 year old girls dressed like 16 year old girls well to be fair they're probably like at least they're seniors in high school but no but like obviously no high school girls they don't care and it looks like there's like a wind machine on them as they're going up the carpet i'm just like i'm like what what part of this is like so very impressive i don't i know i'm like they don't even look like like they're wearing like they're not even wearing anything that fancy or like high fashion or anything that would like usually like make a buzz on the red carpet. Yeah, <laughs> or even like, like teenagers. Revealing. There's nothing yeah, they're, revealing. they're not even that revealing. They look like cute. I mean, I guess they look hot by high school standards, but I'm like, they okay. look confident. Yeah, that's maybe the main difference. That's true. You guys, all you need is confidence, and then you'll get the attention of other humans. That's true. <laughs> Um, I wrote, um, Alex, your lesbian is showing a lot throughout these entire episode. Well, duh. Um, so <laughs> the then cowboy boots are her start. <laughs> <laughs> so then we are in the movie theater. This is where we see Liberty just sitting down real pregnant. And then we see like Manny and Craig sitting together and they're kind of cute. And they're like, oh, and people are calling like them like Degrassi's like celeb couple now because he did the music for the movie and she was like one of the stars of the movie and they're like kind of like a high profile Degrassi couple now which I didn't even really realize I didn't know that that was the thing I didn't know Craig finished a song (laughs) I also (laughs) right (laughs) um but I guess he did so then like they watch the movie and we see like I mean scenes that we've already seen from the last time Kevin Smith was here I mean all right so wait in regards to the song I mean he had time because it's not like he had to finish it by the time they were done filming the movie. That's true. And it was also like the end credits song. So they didn't even need to cut it into the movie until like the very end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just had to jump in there with the logistics of that. Um, oh, and then also Emma is sitting next to Snake and he's like, you look beautiful. And she's like, thanks, dad. And then she like makes eyes at Peter who makes eyes at her. And then like Snake and Ms. H do the same thing. And I'm like, Ugh. vomit all around. So then, like, then we see, like, the scenes that we've already seen. And then 
after the movie lets out, they like are at a party, and then Marco's like, "This is the hottest party ever." And I like wrote down the same thing. I'm like, "This is the party that everyone was excited about." But then Hazel's like, "No, this is the baby version. Behind those ropes is where like the real party is. This is like the one for us." And and then we see the greatest joke Degrassi has ever made, in which Toby tries to go in, and the fucking bouncer literally lifts him up and puts him outside the ropes. He's like, no, 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 goodbye, potato. <laughs> it delights me. <laughs> and then Liberty's like, I can move myself, thank you. I'm like, yes, please don't. Yeah, please lift don't pick up a pregnant woman. The third trimester pregnant girl. And. Then there's like a little scene where like Jimmy is super feeling Ellie. I don't really remember what happens, but I just wrote down Jimmy is super feeling Ellie. I think he tells her that he thinks she looks great or something. I have no idea. And then she did great in the movie. Oh, right. Yeah. And she's like, I had like five lines. And like they were like a great five lines or something. Yeah. Also, like Ellie, let's be real. You carried that movie. You know this. (laughs) And then. And then Peter is like over by the punch and is spiking the punch because of course he is. And Emma comes over to him and is like, what are you doing? And then they're because like. Because Peter literally cannot stop himself from being a dick all the time. No. And then uh, he's like, meet me in the whatever hallway, like in like 10 minutes or something. And she's like, okay, leave, leave, leave. Manny and Craig are coming over. And she's like, hey, it's the grassy celebrity couple. You guys were great. The song was awesome. And then. Paige and Alex see like the line to like the good party and well no because Paige is like I'm gonna go home and Alex is like we haven't even gotten to the real party yet and she's like we're not gonna be able to get in and Marco and Hazel are like especially Hazel I I think Hazel was like you're definitely not gonna get in and Alex was like excuse you challenge accepted yes and so she so Paige like goes up to the bouncer and she's like, I'm, I did makeup for the movie, blah, blah, blah. I need to get in, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, um, no. And then Alex walks over and she like wraps her arms around her. And she has this whole spiel about how like, sorry, she's late, babe. Someone was parked in her spot at the strip club, even though it clearly said employees only. And I'm like, this is very affecting. <laughs> <laughs> so they got in by pretending to be like lesbian strippers, basically. Things to come. And yeah, well, I mean, also like. Alex has a vibe that she could be, like, a very successful, like, badass stripper. Like, in a movie about, like, a stripper who's also an assassin or something. I mean, isn't uh-huh. this a storyline that happens later in Degrassi? Not an assassin stripper, but, like... I know, but it would be <laughs> better if she was an assassin stripper. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, and then they get in, and then... We've heard my spy <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> You clearly should be in the spy business, Kelsey. <laughs> uh, Allegra, you haven't heard it yet because the episode hasn't come out yet. But by the time you hear it, you'll understand why this is Chloroform. Good. No, truth serum. No, a tranquilizer. Wait, no. Both. I don't know. I'm so glad you guys are branching out in your YA genres. It's well, not just coffee shop and concert. <laughs> well, somebody asked for an anti-ship. So it was great. I got creative. Um, so then we're in the party and Jay is there and he's like, I worked on the movie, remember? Like the my bro like let me in. And and Paige is like Oh, I didn't know VIP stood for vastly icky poser. Yeah. Was like lol. <laughs> Perfect. Um and then uh jay makes a comment about girl on girl pda i'm like she literally like put her arm around her like yeah it's like there calm isn't, down 
that's like the farthest thing from PDA, but sure. Um, but then we hop to like wait, M- wait, wait. So um, I put like so Jay and Alex are having it out. And Alex says something about, well, you were hanging out with skanks in the ravine. And I'm like, what is the word skank? Does Degrassi have like a bad word day, like word of the day calendar? (laughs) I mean, I feel like this was a time when I was saying the word skank a lot. I think it was just a popular word for slut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was of Um, the time. But then we are. Not yet. Not yet. We're still at the party. We're still at the party? We're still at the party, dude. It's been four seconds. Alex is transforming into her super lesbian persona. Exactly, because Jay starts giving Paige shit, and Alex stands up for her and is like, come on, Paige, let's dance. And then they go, like, dance poorly, and then we go to the next scene. <laughs> okay, They're just, like, standing the there scene. wiggling a little. <laughs> and Jason Mews um, digging it. I think that might be later, but I, I just think wrote later. But I, I just wanted to put, so, like, I wrote a lot, Alex, your lesbian is showing, and almost just as many times I put, Jay, your pedophile is showing. <laughs> this is whole deal I mean, on this yeah. show. And then we are in the next scene, and Emma and Peter have, like, met in the hallway, and they start kissing, but then, like, they, like, someone is, like, vacuuming or whatever, and they're like, let's go into the theater. And then Peter says something gross, like, I love it when your naughty side is showing or something. He says naughty side. And I'm like, no, please stop talking. I wrote, ew, stop. Um, (laughs) Also, like, that is barely a naughty side. That's just being like, I would like privacy. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then, so they go into the theater and they're like about to start making out. And then I was like, wait, someone's in here. And then they like look over the corner and they see fucking snake making out with Miss Hatsulakos and they're like what the fuck is happening and we're just like why no snake you were better than this why we're just all disappointed your stupid midlife crisis is now gone too far and Allegra do you have any feelings on this I wrote Mr. Simpson why (laughs) I I just wrote no with like 10 O's and underlines yeah I just wrote, just like, stupid snake, why, in all caps. Like, we know Mr. Simpson is going through a midlife crisis, all right? We'll get into that a little bit more later. But it, I'm also just, like, besides the initial shock and disappointment with Mr. Simpson I get initially, it's kind of like, Mrs. H, you should know better. You were cheated on. Like, why would you... Seriously. Why would you do this? It's They're both going... I don't know. They're both stupid. So then the next, and then we're back at the party, and I think Kevin Smith and Jay are talk. Jay Muse are talking about like, oh my god, they're upstaging us at our own premiere because oh, yeah. like Paige and Alex are just like dancing, quote unquote, sexily on the dance. Floor. I don't know. I I was like, this is weirdly hot. I get it. They were dancing. They their dancing improved since the last scene. But um, Kevin Smith's exact words were, we should be doing an erotically charged dance routine, which made me laugh. Um, and Jay and was then he down. And then he, he starts, starts dancing up on Kevin Smith, and he's like, I was being rhetorical. And he's like, don't call me rhetorical. That's mean. Because <laughs> Jay is I wrote, dumb. I wrote, Jason Mewes is down for homoerotic dancing with his bros, but do not tease him. <laughs> If we've learned anything about Jason Mewes, it's that. <laughs> and then 
I think then really quickly we cut to a scene where at the uh, Emma's house and Emma and no. Mr. Simpson comes in and she's crying. I just we no, we skipped. I have don't call me rhetorical, that's mean, and then I say, Ugh, poor Emma. Or maybe she's no, talking to Peter. We're still in the movie that's, theater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so know. she runs out and Peter it, like Well no, is first like, first Peter's like like he's basically like no, Emma like wants to like freak out and bust go them, back and in he's there. and he's yeah. like, no, it's not gonna like help anything, blah blah blah. Which like, no, dude, bust them, like, get like a f- fucking interrupt their moment. I'm like, I think Peter just like still wants to make out. Um, Counterpoint. Yeah, Emma being told to calm down and then assess the situation wouldn't be a bad idea because knowing Emma, she will go in guns a blazing and then like. Even though she's right, she will take it like way further usually. Yeah, that so is being, kind of her mo. So she could still bust in there, but like take a take a breather. But she's not great at that. No, no. that's true. She is very like all or nothing. But I'm just like, just stop it, stop it from happening. I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, and then we're back at the party again, and then this is when Jay. Grassy Jay starts talking to Alex and he is just trying to Oh wait, drag... first he's talking to Alex and Paige walks by and just goes hi and then keeps going. And that was cute. I just enjoyed her hi. And then I think I don't even know what he says to her. I just wrote Jay trying to drag Alex down with him. I think he's like why are you even like doing this right now? He's like way too invested in like her friendship with Paige. Well, he's like he's like I didn't know you were into that. I I wish you were like more adventurous when we were dating. And she's Blech. like ew. And then he's like I like to watch and then I was like Bleh. Bleh. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Um and she's just like ew 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 you're terrible. You're a garbage human. And then he's like like what are you even doing right now? Like this night isn't even about you. And she's like I know it's not. It's about her. And then which, which is so cute. And then she's gone full lesbian, you guys. Yep. And, and then <laughs> Paige is, and then she's like, "Come on, Paige, let's go." And Paige is like, "But my shoes." And she's like, "You don't need them." And I'm like, "No, no, where are your shoes? Don't walk barefoot yeah. through the streets of Toronto." But then they, and she's like, "Like we're let's like go back to your house. My mom's on the way. We can get shoes there." And then we stop at Alex's house and we meet her mom for the first time, who they kind of woke up. She was sleeping on the couch. And, then and a super she, Canadian. And then she and Paige just kind of start gabbing. And Paige is like, so what was Alex like as a girl? And, like, they're chatting. And Alex is like, fuck this. I want to leave now. Um. Okay. I have so many, like, I have a few words. So they walk in, and Alex's mom, when she pops her head up behind the couch, she's like, hey, and immediately has already a, an open can of beer in her hands. Just to let the audience know what you're in for. And then she says, like, a boot and a a lot. And I'm like, okay, this is the person Jay and Silent Bob really needed to cast in their movie. That is a good point. <laughs> um, Controversial opinion. I love Alex's mom. <laughs> like, I love her. But also, I, I just, I have fond memories of um, a, a friend's mom who was a lot like that, who helps me through my youth. So I just have affectionate feelings towards like kind of hot mess parents. Yeah, I mean, she seems like she'd be fun to hang out with on a good day. Yeah, but not fun to hang out with on a bad day, which we see in like the next scene of her in the apartment. Well, I'm not saying she's a good mom. She's not great. 
Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure that she doesn't have good days, but it doesn't seem like she's the bad day problem. It sounds like her shitty tasted men it's, is the problem. Yeah, it's definitely that. Um, and so that's what's happening. And then we're at the Simpson household and Simpson Nelson household. And Emma is like crying and making tea in the kitchen. And Mr. Simpson comes in. And he's like, Emma, like, what's wrong? Like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm making tea and crying again. And he's like, wait, what is happening? And she's like, I saw you and Mrs. H in the theater. And he's like, wait, no, we were just talking. And she's like, no, I saw you kissing her. And it's such a painful confrontation. And she calls him dad. And he's like, Mm. Emma, I'm sorry. Like, I messed up. It was just kissing. Like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, you need to tell mom or I'm going to. And it's just so sad. It's a real bummer. I think the guy who um, plays Mr. Simpson did a really good job sort of in his face when she like calls him out and he's just like, uh, 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 like all of the emotions. Why? Like he's trying to think of like literally any excuse and all of them are terrible. And he's like, Oh, I'm caught. I'm caught. I'm, I'm caught. Yeah. Oh, Pretty much. So sad. I also put that, like, I feel like we've had so many episodes developing the sort of father-daughter relationship with Emma and Simpson. And I'm like, you know, we've only really gotten, like, the one or two episodes with Snake and Spike. I mean, I'm sure they are big in the 80s, and they're like, that probably is, like, all you need. But but since I've never seen it, it's kind of just like, man, you don't see Spike a lot. I know. Spike hasn't really been around that often. And I love Spike. She's like my Degrassi feminist icon. Like, yeah. I miss her a lot. She's great. Um, Yeah. But so that's really sad. And then the next scene, we're at Alex's house. And Paige and Alex are just like hanging out and talking on the couch. And they're being really cute. And I think at one point, Alex like says to Paige, like, you're my lucky charm. Because they're like, this was a great night. And then goddamn Hurricane Chad comes in and is like being belligerent and violent and then Alex ends up getting pushed over an end table and it's just a shitty situation and then yeah I just wrote yikes Chad and then uh Paige takes Alex home and she's like icing her bruise and then Alex is like Paige I'm in trouble and it doesn't even have to do with like the end table variety and be in trouble yeah and then she's like like what like what we were doing tonight like what are you i don't know Paige is like i don't know we're just dancing or maybe that was like earlier on the couch i don't know they're in Paige's room Paige is like nobody should ever do something like that to you or like no one should ever no one, to go through no that one, and no one should have to i think it was like no one should have to deal with drama drama of the pushed over the end table variety on on a daily basis and Alex is like, not even me. And then Paige is like, especially you. And then oh. Alex is like, I'm a trouble page and it's not of the end table variety. And then they kiss and it's cute. And then Paige immediately freaks out. And she's like, um, okay, so you can sleep on my bed and I'm just going to go sleep on the couch. And okay. And then the episode Same. ends with like to be continued. She's like, and Same. <laughs> just, oh. just same you guys. <laughs> I understand. I totally get it. She's freaking out. Not even discounting the fact that Paige is like, oh, no, am I bisexual? Or, oh, my gosh, my friend kissed me. I didn't think this was a thing. Just the, 
oh, person, individual kissed me. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I like earlier when they were still at Alex's apartment, um, Alex was being super lesbian and there was lots of tension, but then I like Paige starts to diffuse this being like, no, we were just having fun, like terrified and being like, let's, uh, let's leave some room for Jesus in this conversation. <laughs> um, but then later, out. you know, she's, yeah, she's short, short circuits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's freaking out, but like anyone can see that she's like definitely on the same page as Alex. She's just like, she's so like wrapped up in like, what is going on? What are, what are people going to think of her? Cause that's like Paige's whole deal that she yeah. cannot deal with this. Yeah. The same page as Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so then part one immediately starts with Paige is still really freaked out and it's the next morning and she like, comes into her room and like opens the blinds and Alex wakes up and Paige just like dithering about and is like all right so we have to go to school and yeah and Alex just like Paige Paige like calm down like can we talk about this and then Paige immediately gets like defensive and assholey and is like I can't deal with this I can't do it like I can't deal with you right now and I'm like oh Paige just pushing her away and being an asshole because you can't deal with your feelings I wonder if this is how, sorry, I wonder if this is how Paige started to react when uh, Dylan came out, because way back when, um, she said that it was, like, really hard at first for her to accept her brother, and I'm like, I wonder if this all comes from, like, a place of, like, self-hating queerness, Probably. or, like, yeah. Yeah, probably, and, yeah, and then also just, like, the, the perception of others is, like all that Paige is really concerned about she has like an idealized version of what of who she thinks she is and we all know Paige is like a planner and doesn't like strength like her like image and from her beliefs and what she thinks is true so this is just like a curveball that she can't deal with because it's not fitting into like the box that she has created for who she thinks that she is um, well, Paige is like a very confident, assertive person. Like she's very comfortable with herself. So to try and like, so not knowing who she is is probably really terrifying. That's also very true. Um, she's freaking out. Yeah, she's freaking out. So then we're at school and Hazel. Oh wait, is like prime. Sorry, sorry to interrupt again, but I just really needed to get one more note before we go into um, the next scene. Um, Sister Act Slut Dance yeah. is going to be the name of my memoir. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. I wrote that down too. I was like, oh, Sister Act Slut Dance. Um, <laughs> sure, fine. Um, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. Oh, Paige. And then Alex is like, um, just fine. Let's go to school. I'll make sure I walk 20 paces behind you. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm sad. And then they get to school and Hazel is talking to Paige like like what happened? Like did you hook up with someone? Like who do I know him? Is he famous? And Paige is like, I mean, you know him, maybe like she's being kind of cagey. She's like you know them, but they're not famous. I'm like, okay. Um and then Darcy comes up to Paige and she's like Oh, they're like, at cheer practice. Yeah, they're at cheer mm-hmm. practice and Darcy comes up to Paige and she's like, "So, are we going to learn the new cheer? 
the new cheer that you said you were going to make up in honor of Kevin Smith. For the thank you, Kevin Smith assembly. And I'm like, oh, my God. Remember <laughs> in school when you had assemblies about things that were dumb and pointless? <laughs> um. Anyway, so she's like, Paige is like, yeah, totally that one. And I just wrote down, I'm like, Paige is a terrible spirit squad captain. She's awful. And she's like, yeah, like. At lunch, I'll just get everything typed up, and then we'll meet and practice later. I'll make the most brilliantish cheer. I'm like, oh boy. See, this is why it needed to be a cheerocracy because cheer taterships just makes um, Paige complacent. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not good at it. Nope. And then You're being a real cheer tater, Torrance. <laughs> so then, um, then the next scene, Snake pulls up on his sport bike and emma <laughs> and spiker in the car and emma's like i still can't believe you've let her you let him keep that and spike is like oh it makes him happy like when you love someone you make like compromises and la 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 and emma's like mom you look stupid and like she, but she's clearly still has she hasn't told her mom about what happened but and she's like, like you can see that she's like thinking about it like that she's like because Spike is like, so you wanted me to drive you to school? Like, what did you want to talk about? That usually means that you want to talk. And I'm just like, nothing. I just, nothing. Whatever. Fine. Bye. See you yeah. later. She's still, like, struggling about, like, whether it's her place to tell her mom about it. Or, like, she's still trying to, like, let Snake be the one to talk to her about it. But it's, it's like, a shitty situation. So then, and then Emma walks into school and it's amazing. And she just like walked into school and Miss H is like, oh, good morning, Emma. And then Emma's just like, don't talk to me. And it's great. Oh, wait, I have. Sorry, I have a note pertaining. First of all, that that was a very funny scene. I loved how she was like, don't talk to me. And then and she's H like, oh, like, ah. and then she and Mr. Simpson have share a look. And then yeah. she's like, oh, fuck, she knows. But I forgot to mention this from my notes when Snake and Emma are having the conversation in the kitchen. And he's like, haven't you ever made a mistake? And been with a person that you knew you weren't supposed to be with and it was wrong. And I was like, okay, so it's extremely relevant to her storyline right now. But she is 16. Why would he assume that that's a thing that would be a, a part <laughs> know, of her right? life? Like, Haven't you specific. ever been with someone that's forbidden? I'm like, like, no, I'm 16. I've had one boyfriend. And like, as far as he's concerned, she's only dated, like, Sean and Chris. And neither and of them were of problems. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? he doesn't really know. And, well, he, he remember when he was like, Jason, oh. can I please talk to my daughter? Oh, right. <laughs> I guess, that, yeah, I, I guess that was like, maybe he was thinking about when she was like doing shit with Jay in the ravine because she did, because she had that gonorrhea thing and she did like come to them at the end of that. That's a good point. I just, it makes me remember back to like when um, Emma was a lot younger at um, Snake and Spike's wedding, how she like immediately told, like went to Mr. Simpson and dropped the ball about the pregnancy. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know what? She's matured. She knows that there's a time and a place. She has a lot of love for Mr. Simpson. Yeah. And just I like mean, maybe he it's basically her dad now. I think it's like the it's not like her shitty she caught her shitty stepdad cheating on her mom. Like he is her father figure. He it's like this almost the same as like catching like your dad cheating on your mom. Like whether he's biologically related to you or not, it's like the same emotional weight of that. So I think she's struggling with like she loves both of her parents, but, like, she knows he needs to come clean about it. Yeah, but anyway, Ms. H and Snake give each other a look, and I'm like, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. Also, um, in regards to the stupid jacket, um, 
I'll have you know that I had a friend growing up, Hannah, whose um, dad went through the exact same midlife crisis pretty much and got a motorcycle, except it was the same jacket but blue. And I was just getting <laughs> See, my dad got a motorcycle as like a midlife crisis thing, but my dad already rode motorcycles. So it was just that he got a new motorcycle. <laughs> he That's did, definitely he did, different. He didn't get a dumb jacket either. He already had a leather jacket for a motorcycle. It's black. It doesn't have embellishments. He doesn't look like he's trying to be an extra in drive. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. So then we are in class and... Marco and Paige like walk in together and Paige is like hey so do you ever like think about girls ever and then (laughs) Marco's like um did you miss the part where I dated your brother for like two years and there's like no I mean like do you ever just like think about girls like anyway like I don't know and he's like wait is there a girl who likes me who like are you gonna try to send me with a girl and he's like is delighted and like the thought of like a girl having a crush on him he's like thinks it's hilarious (laughs) like it's he has the cutest expression on his face i'm like marco it's a miracle that not every person in this school is in love with you i know i'm in love with you i'm like he could have taken that really really poorly like uh, you don't believe my sexuality is real but instead he's like oh my god a girl likes me (laughs) (laughs) so funny and then she's like no me uh, this girl kissed me and i just well no she's like no i mean um i a girl likes me right now and he's like oh my god is it heather sinclair i knew it <laughs> the way like, she looks you, at you no and then she's like last night alex and i kissed and he's like no, he doesn't say who she doesn't say who was she just says we kissed and then he's like wait who and then alex walks in and then he's like oh my god it, it then, takes him a little while though because first alex walks in he's like alex come sit with us we're talking about last night and alex is like actually i'm gonna sit over here bye and alex and Paige like make eye contact and then like you watch it like dawn on marco and he makes the best facial expression of like <gasps> and then Paige is like yeah we kissed last night and then like the bell rings and class starts and they can't talk about it anymore and then um, what's up Allegra? just for the record it would have taken uh spinner like six episodes to get that <laughs> it really spinner, spinner can't figure shit out ever it takes oh him my gosh. so long um and then yeah oh spinner so then alex like emails Paige and is like hey can like can we talk at lunch or something and then Paige is like sorry i have spirit squad i can't i'm busy and then she sends back but my second period is free. Do you want to meet in like the lane way, which I guess is like another word for the alley on the side of the school because that's where <laughs> they go meet eventually. And then they're like, okay. wait, question. Why did these kids mm-hmm. have so much freedom to like come in and out of their school? Like no we idea. were, we had like major rules about leaving the school and coming back. I know, same. We're so um, trustworthy in Canada. Maybe Almost she in had, Canada. like, <laughs> Canada. Maybe she had, like, a lax class where she knew she could take an extra long lunch break or she had, like, f- like study period or something. I have no idea. I mean, as a person who used to sneak out of school during the daytime all the time, I can assure you, like, it was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be really sneaky or think you were really sneaky. I don't know. I know. And they're, like, in an indoor school. Like, it would have been easier at my high school at our high school because we went to school in california and it was like outdoor like it was like individual buildings we didn't have hallways it was all outside so it's easier to like sneak out that way weird um (laughs) it's because we didn't have weather yeah we like we didn't need indoor school stuff 
But like Degrassi's all indoors, so I'm sure it's even harder to sneak out of that kind of situation. It is. I can. I, I can straight up for a very long time growing up thought that all the movies and TV shows with like single building schools were fake. I know. I'm like, or like all of my schools are outside. Like this is just movie sets, right? It's like no. <laughs> sweet baby you don't live where weather is um but yeah so then alex is like waiting in this alleyway and fucking jay like comes up jay's just like stalking her at this point he pops up he's bored like everywhere like but like everywhere where alex is and it again just feeds into like he just wants to he just wants he's like trying to hold on to any like friend connection that he has and I think this is when Alex is like, oh, I'm sitting in an alley and what do you know? A rat appears or something <laughs> like that. And Jay like returns um, Paige's, Paige's shoes. shoes. But he's like, he's like, but first you have to promise me that we're going to hang out again. Like he's just lonely. <laughs> he's so lonely. Well, he says, um, I'm not giving him back until you tell me why you want to hang out with her so much. But then Paige shows up and then he gives her the shoes. And I'm like, I think Jay was like, totally bluffing about the shoes because like the reason he gave them back because he's like wait I still might want to be friends with Paige later so I'll like <laughs> Justin, he has to keep his options open he he's lonely he's so lonely and sad so lonely. and then he walks away and then they're like starting to talk and Paige is like I mean I don't even know what happened she's like I'm not a lesbian yeah I just wrote whispers lesbian <laughs> I wrote that down too <laughs> And then, and then she's like, I don't, and like, I don't like people like you who wear black and navy and who like hate everything. And then Alex is like, I don't hate you. And it's like, oh my God. And then she like gives her some shit too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember. Reading magazines and wearing pink and shit like that. I'm like, guys. It wasn't as funny as wears black with navy. Yeah. And then I'm just (laughs) like, guys. You know what bisexuality is, right? No one on this show except for Kevin Smith seems to know what bisexuality is, <laughs> which came out of nowhere. I'm like, why is Kevin Smith the like only person who understands sexuality on this show? But then they, they don't say the word bisexual till like season seven. Yeah, Kevin Smith says bye, and that's it. Yeah, but <laughs> that's then as we get, but then He's they like, kiss straight bye. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but then they kiss again in the alleyway, and it's cute, and. Then and the, Jay sees them. Yeah, and Jay's lurking them. like a fucking weirdo, <laughs> and, then, and he's so offended. And he's so offended, and then he like goes and seeks out Hazel, who he calls Hazy. By <laughs> he's like, like my good friend Hazy. I'm like, yo, what? my friend Hazy. We party with the Montreal boys. <laughs> <laughs> he wants friends, you guys. It's clear as day there's like look at jay look at his motivations he's either a sociopath who wants to ruin everyone's lives or he just desperately wants friends he wants friends but he's just so bad at it because then he goes to hazel and it's immediately like hey so i saw this happening like your girl Paige is like kissing alex in the alleyway like what the fuck's up with that i mean maybe he's trying to gossip but here's the thing. I totally I totally get why he's doing this because he needs friends. Because the way he sees this, either this breaks up Paige and Alex and he can hang out with Alex yeah. again. Or he's gossiping with Hazel. It breaks up <laughs> Hazel and Paige. He gets Hazel as a friend. It's true. And when Hazel is like, no, I'm going to stand by my friend Paige. She wouldn't do that without telling me. Then he 
then he gets angry and he's like, then everyone's going to think you're a lesbian. And apparently <laughs> Hazel is not okay with that. Hazel's nervous. He's like, oh, well then like, if you don't do anything, then the rumors will start like spreading about you and Paige was like, that probably already are. Rumors, yeah. Theory but... <laughs> that already happens. And that's why she's so freaked out. She wants them to stop. <laughs> yeah. And then, and I just wrote down like, why do you care so much? Jesus. But it's like, because he just wants friends. It's really dumb. Um, and, and then, then Hazel... I also wrote hazy F baby because <laughs> hazy made me laugh so much. <laughs> and then like Hazel's Hazel... stoner name. Hazy. Oh, hazy I love F, it. Baby. Hazy and Jay <laughs> taking on the world. <laughs> One rumor at a time. Kevin Smith, make this movie. <laughs> You're still here. We see you. Uh, and then, and then, then Hazel, Hazel finds she busts into, Yeah. She's like, oh, you're in the middle of cheer practice and are physically holding up another individual. Let's talk. Just like how <laughs> I talked to you in the middle of class. With this show. It's, it's truly like the most Hazel moment. Like Hazel has zero chill, zero chill at all. She pulls Paige aside. She's like, what is Paige going on? drops Darcy because Hazel <laughs> yes. can't calm down. <laughs> I mean, and Darcy's like, I'm fine. Yeah, by the way, thanks for asking. And she could have broken her leg the way Darcy broke Paige's leg through that same process. Yeah, because Darcy is actually good at this and knows how to fall at the last Kevin Smith rally. Also, they were just holding. Oh my God, there's been multiple Kevin Smith. (laughs) (laughs) No, the last one wasn't for Kevin Smith. He just happened to be there. It That's was true. for I thought it was like he's making a movie at our high school. Thank you. No, it was just a general pre- uh, pep rally. Okay, well I don't know. Regardless, they had oh he was there scouting out the location scouting. But it was so kinda, had, it was probably to like win him over because he was there. I don't think that was it. I think it was just a pep rally. I don't know. They had thrown Paige up in the air and then dropped her while they were just holding. Uh, Darcy up so she yeah. wasn't as far and it wasn't as hard no, as she was pack. she was actually fine that's true although as Carly pointed out Paige was not like landing from that like spinny jump thing right anyway yeah it would have been dangerous to catch her yeah oh I don't know if we ever read that email I think we did did we like knows now so we must yeah. have read it oh we did read it great prime whatever the it. fuck <laughs> okay wait no Holland. That was at our Christmas party. Yeah, I talked to about Carly at our family Christmas party. I don't know. Maybe we can read it during the grapevine. But Carly picked apart the whole dropping Paige thing. Um, but anyway, so then, like, Paige, like, pulls Hazel aside and is like, Hazel's like, what is going on? Like, you're kissing Alex? And she's like, who told you? She's like, so it's true? And she's like, what is happening? And then Paige is like, I just, I don't know. I, like, I got caught up in a moment. Like, it meant nothing. She means nothing. And of course she's saying this like right when Alex has walked into the gym and she hears everything. And then, and then Alex is like, nice. And then Paige is like, Oh no, fuck. And then she chases her down the hallway. But then, and then Alex is just like not having any of it. And it just breaks my damn heart. It's very sad. And then we're at the actual, uh, weird Kevin Smith 
Congrats, rally. Um, there's Wait, a- it's like a thank you, Kevin Smith rally. And Miss H makes a speech about like last year we went through such a hard time. And then Kevin Smith came and like saved the, day. saved the day. And I'm like, are we really saying that Kevin Smith saved the day after the school had a fucking school shooting? Like everything's peachy keen. Okay. Because of Kevin Smith. Is this the logic that's happening? I mean, he helped them find Craig. So I have a few things to say, Kevin Smith related. So when Paige chases after Alex and it was like, oh, uh, uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, Kevin Smith witnesses all they, of this. Like, Alex leaves. And at this point, I was like, is Kevin Smith going to be in this episode? And Paige just turns <laughs> around and Kevin Smith is just signing autographs. And he was like, uh, <laughs> bummer. Bummer times. <laughs> bummer times. <laughs> at least there's a party. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so then we're at the thank you kevin smith rally and miss h makes that um the speech. speech and, and then she he gives him a diploma. an honorary diploma and i'm like this is just uh so much i thought it was sweet <laughs> i thought it was a stretch but i thought it was sweet i liked the cartoon of them in the background that seems to be everywhere it's a very sweet cartoon um and then okay before we get into this, I just want to ask, has Degrassi, when's the last time Degrassi had a cheer routine that did not go terribly, terribly wrong? <laughs> it's always terrible. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Season one when Manny like amped up the team. Who knows? And with then, her toe touch? <laughs> with her real toe touch? Or her no, better was, version of the fake toe touch? It's not a toe touch. I'm furious still. Um... <laughs> Oh, also, so. they gave them no room to do a cheer routine. No. They gave them the aisle. <laughs> they're standing there smiling and Hazel and Darcy are like, what are we going to do? And Paige is like, I don't know. We're going to wig it. Just smile. And I'm so like, she's like, she's like moving behind them. And she's like, just cartwheel, just cartwheel. <laughs> just do something. And, and I'm like, everybody's she, cheer sounds dangerous. And like, but like nobody is saying anything. So it's just Paige who's saying things. So then, and and oh she's boy. just standing in the hall of like all the people, just like standing in like the aisle or whatever. And she's like, "Give me a K." And Darcy's the other one who's like, "K." <laughs> and it's like, "Oops." <laughs> and then she's like, "Give me an E." And Jay says E. And like, then she like, "Why is no one helping her?" <laughs> I don't. <laughs> just know. letting her flail. And then she just spells out Kevin Smith, and she's like, "Go oh, Kevin!" And then everyone's like, "What the hell just happened?" And Kevin's was like thanks <laughs> she runs <laughs> and it's kind of adorable but like also hard to watch um, but it made me laugh and then the next scene we're at the nelson simpson household and snake comes in and he's like guess what i sold my bike and i bought tickets to mexico we're going on a trip grandma already wants to take baby jack it's great and then spike is like oh my god that's amazing and then emma like explodes and is like are you fucking kidding me basically <laughs> basically and um, although i did write that vacay sounds real fun i know <laughs> like i kind of want to go to mexico and then uh, wait, spike's wait, like what's happening correction huh what just a quick correction. Um, Mr. Simpson says Mayan River Cruise. Actually, it's Maya. Okay. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> uh, very important. I just said Mexico, so. Me too. I didn't even see the Maya anything. But, oh, yeah. And also, he, like, walks in and, like, the first words out of his mouth are, like, not good Spanish. I don't even remember what he says. <laughs> 
It was it was rough. It was very white guy Spanish. And then the next scene, Alex is like coming home and Jay is fucking like standing outside or sitting outside her door at her apartment. And it's like he's just stalking her. And it's, and I'm like, he really just does. He really just wants friends. And he's like, he's like, Lexi, I miss you. Like, like, why? Like, why aren't we close anymore? Like, you're the only one who understands me. Like, he basically says stuff like that. And he's like, can we just like hang out? And she's he, like, he's he like, well, my, my favorite thing is he's like, Sean left. Spinner found the Lord. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Which made me laugh. And then and he's like, you're the only one who understands me. And I'm like, he is bad for her. He's so bad for her. But he, he's just he wants his friends. And it's like, yeah. You guys, he lists off all of his friends who have abandoned him. And I was like half expecting him to go, Towers <laughs> is just gone. <laughs> you guys, I miss Towers. Towers, I miss you. Like, Towers was great. I gave Amy gonorrhea. Like, <laughs> and so, Yeah, we lost Amy too. And it's like he just wants a friend, but it's also he's just wants to drag her down with him into the dumps because like, it's like the same thing he was doing with Spinner last episode. He just wants to bring them down on his level because misery loves company. And she's like, OK, you can come inside, but like we're not like doing anything. You can sit on my couch and watch TV. And then we're at Degrassi and Paige sees Kevin Smith and she's like, hey, sorry about that cheer i'm usually do like a better job than that and he's like well which I've- we've seen no evidence of yeah so <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> argue <laughs> like, okay and he's like well no one's ever given like written a cheer for me before so by default it's the best one i've ever had yeah <laughs> which is sweet and then he's like she's like i was distracted and i think his words were a toxic tongued raven haired beauty which i was like that's that's a lot of yeah. the sentence but fine um and i wrote that when kevin smith is not trying to ruin um a a relationship via caitlin and joey he's really good with kids um he gives craig terrible advice but how could he have known that that's true yeah no he's he's good i don't know I, i i mean you know how i feel you know i like kevin smith i'm the outlier here but he is he's good with kids um and yeah and this is where he's like I mean, it seems like you really like her, and, like, it's like, who cares? Like, gay, straight, bye, whatever. Did you guys say that already? No, but I was, like, I did write, Kevin Smith is the only person who knows what bisexuality is. Yeah. um, On this show for some reason. But it's Fake Miss Ruth said it. What? Who did? Fake Miss Ruth. Oh, Dr. Sally. Oh, right. Back in season one. (laughs) Okay. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And then well, she knows everything. Yeah, that's true. Fair. She knows everything. But yeah, but he has like this whole nice speech and he's like, you know, if you care about someone, you guys seem to like each other based on the weird fight that I saw in the hallway <laughs> um, and the sexy dancing, uh, you know, maybe don't care so much what other people think about you and, and go find the girl, whatever. He like this is he's like, this is the moment now. Like, go find her. Like, go. And he's like, I gave my speech. Go find the girl. This yeah. is that time. This is and I'm like, movie. oh, he's literally doing the Silent Bob thing. <laughs> this is literally the Silent Bob role in every Kevin Smith movie. 
Except this is like how it really goes instead of like in the fake Degrassi movie version when he like says nonsense for five minutes and then ninjas come. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so then. Wait, what? Ninjas <laughs> don't come in this episode? <laughs> so then the next scene, we're should've. back at the Nelson Simpson household. I feel like I've said that sentence so many times. And. And then Spike and Snake are, like, fighting upstairs. The echo effects are really bad, and which is just, like, a technical thing I noticed. But then but Emma's downstairs. Everyone is, like, crying and upset. And Snake comes downstairs and is like, hey, I'm going to go stay at Joey's for a while. And Emma's like, no, don't leave. Like, you guys need to work it out. Like, you love her, right? Like, you love Jack. And he's like, this is my son. Like, of course I love you. I love your mom. I love you. La, la, la. And then I was like, well, you need to try harder, basically. And then she, like, goes and, like, falls into a chair. She storms off, but she storms off, like, into the next room, into a chair 10 feet away. Yeah. And it's just just so sad. It's like their family is falling apart. Sorry, I keep talking over you. (laughs) I said at least Mr. Simpson acknowledges that the problem is with him. Yeah, I mean, he's not – yeah, he's taking full responsibility, but there's only so much – that you can do in that situation but he's not like blaming it on spike being like i didn't want a baby this early i'm growing up too fast blah 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 he's like no i have a problem yeah um and then so that's kind of like the end of this part this b plot and then we are at alex's house and she and jay are like sitting on the couch and Jay's getting like chummy, and he sh- and Alex is like, "I said you could watch TV. We're not doing anything else. We're not back together." And then Chad and uh, Alex's mom come in, and Chad and Jay obviously identify with each other. They're like, "Bro, I They're missed like, hey. you." And I'm like, "Of course." And Alex's mother even goes so far as to say, "Like, oh, we missed you so much, Jay. You remind me so much of Chad. You're a good one." And I'm like, "Oh boy, oh yeah. No wonder Alex is fleeing from this situation." And then Alex is like, or Alex's mom is. Like, I'm so glad you guys are back together. Like, I always liked you two. And Alex is like, we're not back together. And Jay's like, well, not yet. And, like, puts his arm around her. And she's like, no, fucking never. And then she walks outside. She's like, I need to get some air. And she goes outside. And Paige is standing there. And Paige is like, I was just trying to work up the nerve to ring the doorbell. And Alex is like, we don't have a doorbell. I don't live a doorbell kind of life. (laughs) And I'm like, why is the doorbell a status symbol? I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, and Paige is like, well, do you have room for, like, an- like a s- another silly girl in your life? And she's like, Alex is like, I already have one of those. And Paige is like, what about one who realizes, who, like, doesn't care about what other people think anymore or something or like, like that? Or like, trying not to care so much about what people think about her anymore. Yeah. And, and then Alex is like, I think I have room for one of those. And then they hold hands and look at each other lovingly. And then Paige says something like, you're pretty much everything. And like, the, and then it ends with like a freeze frame of them holding hands. And it's very cute. Aww. And that's the wrote, episode. Guys, before we go back into just like happy moments, I just, Jay is so desperate for friends that if he <laughs> were a good boyfriend, he would have hated Chad for Alex, but instead he just cannot give up the opportunity to have another <laughs> friend. <laughs> he has to accept what he can get. Yeah. Also, like real talk, I think that like he and Chad are just kind of they're the kind same of the human. same person. So. so he's like, no, this is this is. 
I've found my brother. <laughs> get it. I said if Jay was a good boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, some YouTube comments. On part one, we have one from I'm Only Mike Vlog seven months ago that just says, Archibald fucked up, lol. And then on part two, we have one from Natalia De Leon five months ago that says, Archibald, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And it's just, it's so sad. And then I think, Allegra, you found another one. Yeah. So on like the second part two, um, Sassy Girl 17 goes, who agrees with me that Kevin Smith looks like the guy who stole Woody in Toy Story 2? <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. It totally tracks. Um, Al from Al. Hey, I mean, Kevin Smith has more hair than Al. Al from Al's Toy Barn. <laughs> uh, great. All right. So, Spirit Squad <laughs> captain of the episode. I think I might go with Alex and Paige, maybe jointly. I don't know. Alex? I'm going to go with Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. boy. Right? Good one. He, I mean, he, no, it's, it, he's the only, like, I guess same he's the human only same person. Thing. He's, like, the fairy godmother of the Paige-Alex relationship, I the, guess. He's the bi-fairy godmother for yeah. Paige right now. I was right not now. expecting a fairy godmother to wear hockey jerseys and jorts all the time, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, magic. Yeah. You, you just, you gotta accept the magic that you deserve yeah i guess i don't know sure i feel like if i had a fairy godmother they would also probably wear a trench coat and have a shitty mullet because (laughs) of course they would that is my lot in life all right that is my doorbell status symbol (laughs) allegra who is your spirit squad captain well if i can't choose alex or kevin smith because those are definitely the best qualified I like almost want to give it to Emma because even though she's still being shitty and um, lying to Manny by being with um, gross, gross Peter, she, this is the most she has ever stayed in her lane. That's very true. That is an excellent point. That's very true. She is the queen of swerving out of her goddamn lane. (laughs) Yes. No blinkers. No, 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 no. Uh, We call that a jersey slide where you don't put your blinker on, but you move over three lanes. (laughs) Don't look. Oh, my gosh. Um, All right. Cool. I think ship of the episode is obviously Paige and Alex. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Obviously, Chad and Alex's mom. I don't know what you guys are Jay and friendship. <laughs> Jay and friendship. Um, That's Jay always and Jay's Chad. <laughs> Kevin Jay Smith and, and Jason Muse for their sexy dance time. Oh yeah, it's a good one too. <laughs> Jay and, Craig and Manny. <laughs> Craig and Manny, you know, new superpower squad. Um, who also just stayed in their lane the whole uh, episode. Yeah, yeah they weren't insufferable at all, considering they like starred in a movie and wrote a song for the movie. Um, they could have been terrible, but yeah. they were fine. They'll Instead, probably, they were bland. They'll probably be terrible later. Um, but, okay. And then, moral of the episode. Don't care about other, what other people think about you. Do what makes you happy. I think that works. Yeah. And don't cheat on people. Don't cheat be on your Be honest wife. with yourself. Yes. There you go. That's good. Um... Plugs? Oh, no, wait. We have grapevines. We have grapevines. So we have one from John Pearson uh, at BuzzKillington69. 
<laughs> he says, were you a fan of Fiona or Holly J? I literally don't really remember either of them. Um, I kind of do. It, we'll probably have a better answer to this like once we cover these episodes. I just I remember liking Holly J a lot. I think I, liked I fucking them. hated Holly J. <laughs> I think I really liked Holly J. I think I liked she her made... because she was terrible. Like I think I liked her in the way that I really liked Blair Waldorf. Oh, uh, no. I like Blair. I don't know. Holly J is just... I mean, I did abandon um, that part of the show and just skip to the movie. But she's an insufferable cunt for a large <laughs> majority of it. Um, what about Fiona? Who's Fiona again? Is she, like, eyebrows sister yeah she's is she like is she holly j's like sidekick in the beginning no that's i think she's declan's sister declan's good with that i have i honestly i i remember them as holly j was peppy and trying to be the next page of michael chuck but i think like was more annoying she was too type a to be the next page and then fiona was like a rich girl and Declan's sister and that's all I remember I may not have gotten to Fiona I may have abandoned the show before Fiona came on I have vague memories of kind of because this was when I wasn't really watching anymore but like once in a while I'd catch an episode and watch so that wasn't really an answer but that's what we got (laughs) (laughs) and then we got another tweet from Louise Belcher at my name is Allison and she retweeted Jake Goldsby and sent it to us and said, this is a thing. Um, <laughs> so Jake Goldsby tweeted, my girlfriend is watching Degrassi AKA the first time. A.K.A. Toby. A.K.A. Toby. Um, spoiler alerts ahead, FYI, about JT and Liberty. So anyway, this is uh, JT, not JT, this is Jake Goldsby's girlfriend texting him. About um, watching Degrassi. About watching Degrassi. And she goes, oh, this guy in the white shirt is so nice. Still don't know his name. He's my favorite so far. I'm getting the impression that he dated Liberty or wants to. Oh, she still loves him. I'm sorry. I will stop. And then the next one is, whoa, what the fuck? He got stabbed? And then Jake replies, in the back. And she goes, what the hell show is this? <laughs> oh, no, there's Liberty. <laughs> and then last text, well, that was depressing. <laughs> amazing. So, that was amazing. That brought me so much joy. I'm so happy. I love it. I oh, love I guess it. I can pull up Carly's email, too. I swear to God we read it. I think we read it together. I don't know if we ever actually read it on the show. Whatever. It's the subject line of Carly's email is whatever the fuck grapevine. And this is it's this, this is from season four, episode 20 West End Girls. It's the one where like Paige gets caught with Mr. About Mr. Oleander because I think Manny says something about it. But this is also when they drop Paige and she like um, gets her leg broken. And Carly, who was a cheerleader, has thoughts about it. She says, one, Manny has a great stunt double. It actually looked like her when she did a full, did a prep full down with great technique, I might add. Two, the dance is dumb. They look super stiff and are dancing like they had a stick up their ass. I understand that cheerleaders are supposed to be sharp, but doing a half-ass hip shake just looks dumb. Three, whatever the fuck grapevine they talked about does not exist. Screenwriters can be so ignorant. 
and four. I would not have caught Paige either with the full down dismount she did. She twisted straight out of their hands in a torpedo motion straight up and down, which was not catchable. I've gotten a bloody lip from catching a girl who did a full down wrong, so good call on their part. Paige can't fly and the girl didn't want to, and the girls didn't want to get their uniforms all bloody. <laughs> I think that's it. Happy holidays. I love your cousin. So um that was that email that we forgot to read a long time ago so thanks Carly for sending that in um we might have another review let me double check you guys yeah okay so I was like I'm I feel like I should know who Fiona is so I quickly googled her googled her and the Degrassi wiki wiki gives her full name which is Fiona Coyne like c-o-y-n-e and I'm like I have a song on my iPod called Fiona Coin, C O Y N E. Really? By Saint Pepsi. Yeah, I love that song. And I'm like, this can't be a coincidence, right? Do I have a song dedicated to like a C list Degrassi character on my yeah. phone? <laughs> no might. idea. Um, all right. Listen to that song. Well, Think that, of Degrassi. That is all the grapevine that we have for today. Um, so if you wanted to tweet at us and be featured on the grapevine, you can find us at Degrassi pod on Twitter. We are at whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can also email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud and leave us comments there and on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, you should rate and review us. And if you leave us a review, we will make up, a fan fiction with you and someone in Degrassi. It doesn't have to be romantic. In our last episode, we did an anti-ship in which our reviewer took down Peter for being a gross person. And just, like, give us any direction you want. Like, we have a lot of fun making those up. And personally, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z. And Allegra, would you like to plug any social media? Yeah, it's just Allegra Baker on everything. If you go to the Twitter, you see me tweeting at these guys all the time. Yeah, Allegra provides a lot of great tweets for us. I'm like in like shittily photoshopped things that are great. Um, My pride. When you listen to our next episode, I'm half expecting you to make um, something that I have already requested, which is a picture of Spinner with like Jay on one shoulder and Darcy on the other (laughs) shoulder as like his angel and devil. Um, I can make that happen. (laughs) So I'm ready for it. Um, And what are you interested in plugging today? Anybody? I need to think about it. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first because I have to pull mine up. So my roommate, uh, Zach, binged watched the OA when uh, everyone was home for Christmas and he got me and not my other roommate to binge watch it as well. And it's fucking great. And I really hope there's a season two. It's on Netflix. It's only eight episodes. Um, and it's like sci-fi, cool, weird. A lot of people have been comparing it to Stranger Things, but it's absolutely nothing like Stranger Things. It's sort of more like Sense8, but it's very unique and it's sci-fi and it's awesome. I've heard a lot of mixed things about that, so I might have to check it out. Um, so I'm plugging. I really like it. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. (laughs) No, I just I really liked it. I'm very excited about mine. Um, so I just got into this band recently. Um, they're called the Prettyots, spelled P-R-E-T-T-I-O-T-S, and they're really fun. They're like 
upbeat but then also sometimes sad like they're like upbeat sad lyrics girl music which i'm like super on board for it's they're just like they're funny but they're really good they're just they're a good time i enjoy them thoroughly um i honestly have no idea what i'm going to plug if it would help you i'll i'll read the description with their sassy, no-nonsense lyrics and gently scuzzed but highly melodic indie pop, New York duo The Prettyettes have garnered comparisons to the Moldy Peaches, though their obsessions with Law and & Order and the movie Clueless put them in a strange league of their own. That sounds awesome. They do have a song called Elliot Stabler. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> They're great. These um, are their stories. I think I'll also recommend something music-y. Um, I just started listening to... It's not even that new, but it's new to me. Two Door Cinema Club's newest album called Game Show. And I really like it. And if you like Two Door Cinema Club, you should check it out. That's what I got. <laughs> I but like Two Door Cinema Club. I think that is all we have for today. Thank you again, Allegra, for joining us on today's episode. Thank thanks you for having me. And thanks for showing us your cat on the Skype call that we are currently on. It's just been he's adorable. It's been the joy of my follow Allegra on social media just for pictures of her cat alone because he's an adorable little orange baby. Oh, he's a little muffin and I love him. Um Yeah, he's six months old, but he's about the size of um a three month old cat. Oh my gosh. He'll be a baby forever. He's so small. Um, all right, but thanks for listening. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye.